0: Y'all were at it again. We jumped into it and it just is flowing before we could even hit record. So welcome. (laughs) Join us. Jump right in. Um, And Tony was just sharing about this past week um, and her process. Yeah.
1: Yes. Okay. So everyone. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Hope Y'all doing good. Sending you some love from Georgia. Anyway, um the past couple of weeks, I definitely experienced a depressive episode. Um like imagine extended PMS. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to explain it because I was experiencing emotions and low mood that I usually experience just during my PMS week. And of course, that was really confusing for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, in general, and, um, and so it took patience and compassion. And so last episode, JD said something that really activated a deeper sense of compassion within me, for myself. Just for me, just for my experience, just for Tony. Um, and you know, JD explained that just because you're going through some type of discomfort, or sadness, or depression, or symptoms of whatever, it doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong. And and then she recommended um, the book, the Book of She that I started. And it was mentioned in the book as well. And that activated something within my mind and my body. And it really did create a new pathway because I was resisting the symptoms of my depression and putting that around quotation marks. Um, and I was, uh, I was going after a solution as mm. if something was wrong, as if I did something wrong. And, and that was making it so tough for me. It was really hard. I was so tired. The, mm. the exhaustion though was really coming from resisting what was happening and, and treated myself like I was defective or wrong or that I didn't put the, the equation together properly. And so after that activation, thank God for a community, thank God for sisterhood, thank God mm-hmm. for all of it because it saves me every single time, it helped me so much. I just decided to nurture myself. Like instead of looking at my symptoms as as if I've done something wrong, I just decided to care for myself, to love on myself and to give my body what it desired and what it needed. And this week. I can say for sure, I'm 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 like 80 percent, 90 percent better. I'm not 100 percent. But I could be. Mm -hmm. I could just be moving in my winter 100 percent yes and, and then get to my spring and summer 100% when that shows up um but today i feel good
0: mm. i do Yep. episode over like you got what you needed <laughs> <laughs> oh, so my goodness. much wisdom in what you just said and also i'm i'm probably hearing it from a specific lens because i just recorded my workshop for Tony's summit, which is coming up, um, y'all go to her Instagram page. There's a link in her bio sign up. If you are looking to resource yourself during this season, which is a harder season, it is a harder season for many reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm going to say more about that, but yes, go to her link in bio sign up for the event. There's so many incredible people sharing their resources with you. You, I mean, yeah, I, I'm i beyond words with the people that I'm <laughs> in company with. Uh, they're incredible. And Tony is incredible at putting community together. It's really like a superpower of yours. Um, but what I will say is this, I love how you said 100%, this might be my one um, winter 100%. Yeah. That is so important to recognize. This is such a, it's so The masculine is so deeply ingrained in us. The, and I say that it's not a bad thing. It's just not the whole story. And if you're in a body that identifies as female, it's probably going to make you feel at least at some point in your life, like there's something wrong with you. You're doing something wrong. Um, you're not doing enough. Why am I tired all the time? These are very common things that come up for us. And then we feel like if we are also on a like spiritual or seeking journey, what am I doing wrong on that level? Um, yes. And that is not it. It is not it. We are never in the wrong. We are sometimes in resistance, like you said, but oftentimes we're trying to follow a path that wasn't created for us. And um, the feminine is much more slow paced. It's much more rest focused because it's receptive and that can sound like giving up and that can sound like doing nothing. And it is not. It is this wisdom that will integrate in the understanding that when you get still and go into the void and deeply care for yourself, this is how we touch infinity. This is how we touch pure potential from which everything arises. New thoughts, new pathways, ease, flow. That's where it comes from. And we used to be in tune with that. And we used to spend days, if not a whole week, usually during our menstruation, resting into that, resting into that reset, that void, that place from where we shed the old and rebirth the new. And we've gotten so far away from that We expect our bodies to perform the same every single day, including when we're bleeding. And it is just not realistic. Uh, It's an impossible standard. It's an impossible standard. And we are very cyclical and our bodies tend to be much more in tune with the seasons perhaps than someone who identifies more masculinely. And so it's really important to take stock of all of that, to take stock of the physical season outside, which we are moving into winter where if you take a look, things are stark, they're bare, it's darker, longer. It is asking us to shed away a lot of the things that we have been clinging to and also just to be still more often, to be raw and to be with that rawness. And probably subconsciously, the biggest thing that we face during that season is this fear of death, this fear of letting go and being completely surrendered. Um, and it's a really powerful practice to embrace that, to embrace the metaphorical energetic death, because it can feel like a real death, feeling depression creeping in and rather than running away or checking out of the body to just fully stop and let it overcome you and let that wave fully crest and pass. That is such a strong practice. It requires so much trust that you will survive, that you won't feel like this forever, that you will come out on the other side more wise, that you can handle it. We aren't taught to believe those things. So it's a very strong practice. Mm. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. What, what I've been practicing and what I have been practicing with some of my clients during this time period is to allow the triggers, the emotions, the sadness, the thoughts, whatever it is to flow through the body. You know, when you, you, you get a thought where I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of times we'll tense up the stomach or we'll stop breathing or we'll clench our butt cheeks, you know, or something will happen. And instead of us clenching and forcing this energy to stay in a part of the body, we just breathe through it and see it move from the top of our head all the way out of our tippy toes. And that helped me so much with the lower emotions so just what you were saying by allowing yourself to be there with those lower thoughts with the depression and um look I don't know if I knew I was going to get out on the other side
0: mm-hmm.
1: I just said I'm gonna try something different
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, well, just, just surrender it. to it yeah and you're <laughs> in the journey
1: <laughs> let's just see what what will happen but it can be scary in the midst of it. Yes. Um, because you don't you don't want it to take over again. hmm Um, but then maybe it once again, like you said, the trust, you know, trusting that the work has been working, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it really oh, does not- force you. Oh, go ahead. No, go
0: ahead. No, you. <laughs>
1: I was gonna say it 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 I won't say force you, but it puts you in a position where you can either finally depend on your support system for the parts you've been hiding, or you can once again, battle on your own. And um, I had to do that in this. I I just, I knew it. I knew it was just like, you know, my spirit team is like, okay, so are you going to let your support system help you or not? You know, are we going to repeat this cycle again? Are you ready to ascend? to a new level and when you mention about going into the void I feel like going into the void is when you open up to be um reconnected to the to the love and energies around you that want to support you mm-hmm. like that's where it is yep. it's like finally I can I can go into a state of some type of hibernation and know that my support system is there for me to make yes. sure I'm um and that's And that's (laughs) self-eminent.
0: And that's exactly what I was going to say, basically. So you just said it. We're in sync. It's perfect. It's so perfect. It is. Yeah. And to just anchor into that reminder as often as you can, that your innate intelligence, which is connected to the intelligence of all life, past, present, future, that never leaves you. Never. We might forget that it's there that doesn't mean it's not there. It's always guiding you. It's always present. You are never alone in anything. Yeah. And that's like when we are in those lower moods and lower thoughts, we don't always remember that. But just because we don't remember, it doesn't mean it's not present and working for us. It's always there, always, always. And usually after the fact We can look back and be like, oh, yeah, (laughs) wisdom was present and here's how it showed up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The look back. And so you're like, oh, oh, there you go. Thank you. Thank you, (laughs) guys. Yes, yes. But the look back is
0: so critical because it helps us gather faith and trust for those future obstacles. Like, oh, yeah, that happened and I was taken care of. This was provided for me. I remembered how to ask for help, whatever it might be we continue to build trust in that and that surrender through each each cycle each one
1: very mm. very Sagittarius of <laughs> us. phoenix from the ashes we rose yes. out of Scorpio season truly born anew yes truly had to go in the underworld thanks Scorpio
0: hey I hang out there it's good
1: You're like it's fun here in the world. (laughs) We love (laughs) it here. Yeah. Um born again. Yes. Um yeah. Are do you have any plans for um for celebrating a stellar eclipse? I'm excited about this eclipse. Yeah,
0: it does feel really good. And um I know eclipse energy can be intense, but for me this last like this season of eclipses has actually felt like positive intense
1: yeah positive intensity
0: things are are like coming to fruition fully um all of the like things that we've been working toward even I would say for the last couple of years um are starting to show up and um visions are integrating and um it feels like a really like solid ground that I'm walking on which is awesome after the last two years of feeling like I was free falling so (laughs) I'm appreciating that
1: (laughs) congratulations there is a a deep sense I think of groundedness for a lot of us who went through the dark well the transformative um, times from like 2018 to now Mm-hmm. You know, that time period, I think for a lot of us, it was intense
0: so transformation.
1: Intense. My goodness, so many deaths and rebirths. <laughs> back to back, back to back, mm-hmm. back to back, back to back. Um, and it does feel like a, a deeper sense of foundation. Um, so I agree. I I do, I will say this, I enjoy solar eclipses more than uh. Yeah. Moonlight clippers,
0: <laughs> mm. yeah, be a, l- a little touchy.
1: Yeah, it's like, okay, Mother Moon, just rip my soul out my body. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, you know. And Papa Sun is like, hey guys, what y'all want to do today? Let's have some fun. <laughs> The solar eclipses, I I like that energy. It's nice and it's light.
0: Yeah, you can
1: get through some of the dark stuff, but illuminated by the sun in a beautiful Mm -hmm. way. And so I'm, I'm grateful for that. And Sagittarius energy, um, I what I love most about Sagittarius energy is the desire to learn Mm -hmm. and to teach others. And, um, that's always exciting. That's, I just, I love learning. Learning is fun.
0: I do too. It's like whenever I take quizzes or assessments, when they like assess your qualities or your whatever values, love of learning is always at the very tippy top.
1: It's (laughs) it's, for some of us learning is self-care. Yes, it is. And that was something I had to discover. Um, after college and stuff like that I was like man something is missing like what Mm. What is this what and I realized that I miss learning yeah and so I intentionally make space for learning something new really all it's like it's a part of my routine yeah and when I don't have it there I really just don't feel as grounded so
0: yeah.
1: um and it's good for your brain
0: yes and it's yeah. good for your inner child and to keep that beginner's mindset and stay in the like the space of awe and wonder and curiosity rather than like, you know, sometimes the ego can be like, I already know it all. It's good.
1: <laughs> that part. And then you once you get in the hang of learning, you realize that, oh, I don't know it all. Not even close. <laughs> Which is, uh, I think, comforting. yeah. <laughs> like, there's no there's no knowing everything and everything knowing you so you Mm -hmm. always have space for growth always have space for expansion um uh, so are you doing any rituals any ceremony anything
0: Mm. I would probably just I'm such a like a rhythmic being that I've been starting like a new morning practice and Mm -hmm similar to what you were saying when you were just saying, oh, after college, I realized I had this piece missing. So a big part of my life through really all of it was singing. Um, I was always in choir, multiple choirs. I was in choir in college and just being in the, in a full group of people and hearing those harmonies, like my body was just like, ah, all of it. <laughs> and um, I'm healing. Yes. And so I've been incorporating more chanting again into my morning practice. And so I think I will just continue that this just the simple things that really like make my heart come alive. And chanting is one of those that just drops me back into love, loving. So beautiful.
1: I love hearing, um, you know, when you hear natural sounds in person like the vibrations you experience in your body is just healing it really
0: mm-hmm.
1: is it's is like getting a massage it i it's, i love
0: it i do too um,
1: it's really beautiful and i look forward to the day where close-knit live music is mm. you know once again yes, a part a part of culture a part of life Yes. Um, It makes me think about whenever we would go back to visit um, South Carolina where my family is from and the small church in the community and to hear the choir in the small Mm. church and how like literally you know the pews are vibrating the the walls are vibrating and it's um and it's old songs songs Mm -hmm. you know sung for hundreds of years and and it's just beautiful. You just—that's all you need. You go in there for that, and you're you're set for the week. Yes. You're good. Like every energy center is aligned. Yes. <laughs> your ancestors. You you feel brightness, and you feel ready for your week. Um, sound healing is so powerful. It's so beautiful how we have all these different ways yes. to just
0: to feel good. And it's so good for getting out of the intellectual mind. Yeah. Yes. You don't have to know why you feel better. Oh. You, you don't why. have to know, you can just <laughs> embrace it. <laughs> you can just
1: feel good. And
0: yeah. <laughs> just enjoy it. Yes. Um,
1: I will for this eclipse, I will have the circle via Zoom um newsletter is out it comes out on uh 12-4 and that's gonna be a good one
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and I have a workshop on 12-5 uh soul integration intensive and we'll talk be talking about Sagittarius rising um and just the Sagittarius energy as well with the astrologer and i'll provide some practical tools as well how to apply it um and then for myself i think i will just write some intentions mm. do my qigong yes oh, oh my gosh guys the qigong is changing my life i, I think that it. probably what brought me out of <laughs> the it's so powerful. oh it helped me so much it's been yes. so helpful I did it seven days in a row and now I'm on every other day. And oh my goodness, the amount of sleep. I had an excellent. I have an eczema patch on my arm that's getting better. I noticed wow. that. Um, I noticed my appetite has stabilized. Instead of me being not hungry or like super hungry, I feel normal, like balanced, like mm-hmm. okay. I'm, I shall eat or not you know <laughs> it was a little confusing there for yes moment. same um, here. yeah so I will intentionally um do some qigong on uh Saturday um in honor of the solar eclipse
0: mm. So like yeah that's what I have going on that's beautiful and so powerful I've been um I think during like the last like you were saying the last few years There was so much going on energetically. And I think that when, um, I don't really like to say for people who are energetically sensitive is I think most everyone is, we're just like numbed out to it or desensitized. And when we begin to do these practices, we return to that natural state of of sensitivity. But those who are feeling it more strongly, I'll say, or more consciously aware of it, I was, and I really needed to just go back to the very, very basics of like, breathe, sit, Right. And now I'm going back into the more expansive practices. Like I've returned to my human design chart a lot lately and um, my digestion type, which made me think of it because of appetite. And I've just been experimenting with eating that way a little more and it feels awesome and free. And I feel like a little kid. I've just been making myself like charcuterie boards, like little snack boards and I just eat little, whatever sounds good throughout the day. And it's just so nice to not feel so structured <laughs> so heavy it feels very light and playful um so some of those resources that didn't feel so aligned for the last couple of years are starting to feel aligned again in a fun way
1: I, you mentioned that it makes me think of journaling so I fell off of my journaling and and I always bring it up with my clients and when I no. start feeling bad, and I'm like, so when's the last time you journal? And they're like, Oh, you're right, that's why. Yeah. And then like I, I picked up my journal about two weeks ago and I wrote in there. I'm like, I'm always telling my clients to journal. And finally, <laughs> I'm remembering that this is a beautiful practice
0: yeah. that
1: you know allows you to reconnect with yourself. So getting mm-hmm. back to the basics, you're right. It does open you up finally to once again, connect to the more expansive practices. Um, Sometimes we just get caught up in it, you know?
0: Yeah, and it's okay. And I think that that is another key piece of feminine spirituality is to allow for movement and change and realize that our healing doesn't happen linearly it happens cyclically. So it's going to feel like, oh, I've done this before and I've been in this place before, but no, you haven't. You haven't been in this exact place with this wisdom and this lived experience. There's a reason why, you know? And so just stop being so hard on yourself, period. But also just know that our journey's like a lot of the spiritual lineages out there, I speak mostly from yoga because that has been the one that I've been exposed to the most over the last decade. And so much of it is so masculine. And a lot of the practices, if you look back, I mean, if you go way, way back, it was women leading the thing, but then that all got erased and then it was masculine for centuries. And um, only men were allowed in temples, only men were allowed to practice um, many aspects of it. And it was very disciplined you do the exact same practice at the exact same time every day for this amount of time. And first of all, in if you're living in the world and you're not a monk, it's probably not that accessible for you <laughs> to be getting up at 3am and doing a two hour practice. Um, and you don't have to, you don't have to, you can do five minutes and it can be life changing. It's yeah. the intention and the presence that we bring to it. And I think that we were, we've been talking about different states. So one is just embracing wherever you're at and letting that be like Ram Das is someone that I feel really spiritually connected to. And he said, all of it is grist for the mill. So wherever you're at, whatever you're feeling, whatever you're experiencing is exactly perfect for your spiritual practice in that moment. And then just knowing that you might one day feel like moving your body. And one day you might feel like journaling. And one day you might feel like breathing. And one day you might feel like chanting. And you are making spiritual progress by doing those things. I feel, from pers- that's my personal opinion. So some people would say, stop digging all these shallow wells. you got to stay with the same one and go deeper and deeper and deeper until you hit water. I say that there's many pathways into that deeper water. And each of those practices is digging toward that same well of water. Right.
1: And if I have multiple shallow holes, then the rain will come and fill it up
0: yeah yeah. but just there's this idea of like spiritual bypassing, right, and being like surface level, that's very different than doing multiple practices with intentionality, right. And you know what
1: an idea that I tell myself, um whenever i'm where I'm kind of feeling like I'm not falling along the path in a rigid way or I'm not being consistent enough, or maybe I could dig deeper. I just remind myself, like, if, if all in the past was the correct way, we'd all be doing it. Yeah, it still be, we'll still, we would still be here doing all those practices, because we would saw all those amazing results.
0: Right. And it
1: turns out that the universe is always expanding, always growing. <laughs> so are these practices. But then I go, yes. oh, okay, well, we're just discovering something new this time around. And then I turn it yes. out in a different way. <laughs>
0: Yes. And some of these, okay, well, it's hard to put words on something that's wordless, like beyond words, but it's like all of these practices are just a kernel, just a seed. And we can experience truth in each of them, but usually it's when we try to systematize and bring words to that, that we get lost (laughs) because you can't capture it for everyone. Like We all have these personal embodied experiences of it. But then when we go back and try to explain it to someone, a lot of it gets lost in translation. And also it may not be that person's expression of that very same truth. So it's tough to put structure around it.
1: Yes, that's the key. When you try to put structure around it. But if you just approach it like a five-year-old doing your thing, yeah, shout out yeah. to my niece, then it's okay. It doesn't matter because every second the universe has created something new. Like yes. something new has been birthed right here. You know, so it's like, eh, if it works, if it works, if it doesn't try something new, because guess what? The universe just created a new answer anyway.
0: For sure. And also it's meeting us where we're at. So we yeah. could read a book, and then read it three years later, and we're in a different place, and it's a completely different book. Like, uh, what? Yes. I don't remember this being there. Yeah, because you're meeting it at a different level. So that part, and yeah. that's
1: when, when I read, when that happens, I always tell myself, "Oh, that's how I know." Don't even take it that seriously. Just yes. go with it. It's like, wow. How many times have I read this book, or how many times have I seen this movie, or how many times have I heard that exact same statement? but every time i integrated differently or i learned something new it's just like oh well it turns out i don't have to be so hard on myself about it yeah i don't have to resist whatever's happening and because it's just constantly moving and changing
0: mm-hmm.
1: all the time and if you're feeling out of control in a bad way that sounds really scary <laughs> But if yeah, you really yeah. of control in a good way you're like ah oh, yeah cool i'm going to this
0: way <laughs> Of course and also yes there's all these like mm, dualities right so yes. we energetically we are infinite our energy doesn't start or stop anywhere but we're also contained in these physical bodies in this physical reality So it's okay to have containers that feel safe, grounding, secure for us. Absolutely. We can create containers to drop into the infinite 100%. We can create these anchors. And then when they become too small, too tight, too constricted, we open up again and we create a little bit of a bigger container. So we can be very, very, very gentle with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't have to just like, shoot up into the <laughs> astral planes but but you can you can but you don't have yeah, to
1: you, you want to but you gotta no matter what you're going to come back down whether yes. you want to or not yes. um very beautiful so I have a new deck Ooh. the empaths empowerment deck 52 oh. cards to guide and inspire sensitive people
0: is this from Judith Orla
1: yes Yes, it is. I, I'm, I've been very um, happy working with this deck. And mm. I pulled two cards for us all. And the first one, I, it's, it's so on point for what we've discussed. Honor your sensitivities. Your sensitivities are a gift. Be proud of who you are. Put your hand over your heart and inwardly say, I embrace my loving heart to honor where you're at, to honor who you are, um, to not try to resist it, or like we said, or to treat yourself as if you've done something wrong, or that you're defective or wrong, and to just honor yourself, you know, if you need more rest, you just need more rest, if, if you need to eat a bit more, it's okay, Yeah, it's okay, you know, if, if you just can't, you can't engage in another conversation that day, you know, honor yourself, honor yourself. And it takes practice, but it it's does. worth it so that when you can show up, oh my goodness, the, the quality and how, and how mindful and how in the moment, in the now you will be yes. honor what you needed to get back to feeling balanced. Um, The next card is listen to the wisdom of your intuition. Your inner voice is the best friend you will ever have. Seek answers from deep within rather than just through your intellect. My goodness, I'm pretty sure you said that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm positive you said just that. Um, Mm. So a time for, just a time for going inward. I feel like that's what we discussed too. It's just a time for- being with yourself in a way that's compassionate, that's intimate, and yes. that's intuitive. Mm-hmm. Not forced upon you, not not taking outside sources to determine what's best for you, but actually listening to your body, listening to your heart, listening to your emotions, listening to yes. yourself.
0: Simplicity and compassion. Mm. Mm-hmm. Good episode. Yay. was great. So again, again, Tony has a lot happening in the next couple of yes. days and weeks. So if you want to say it just one more time so we can catch yes. it. Yes. Okay. So we
1: have newsletter out 12-4. I got to remember. Tomorrow. Like yes. That. Yes. Um, so integration intensive for Sagittarius Rising and, and that's good for anyone who has Sagittarius in the top three or okay. anyone who just wants to learn more about astrology and how to integrate this into day-to-day life. Um, and then we have the uh, Wellness is a Birthright virtual conference that J.D. will be participating in on 12-12. Um, wow, this... This conference is very special to me. It is the beginning of something very magical. And everyone participating are all practitioners who have touched me in a beautiful way, who have really helped me to integrate wellness and happiness and balance into my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also, this is about honoring the voices Of us all and honoring the ears of us all because sometimes you need to hear certain things from different people. Yes. And that's what community is about. You know, is is it's about being glad that maybe I've said it to you a million times, (laughs) but you hear it from another person and I can just give you both a hug and go, thank you, goddess. Yes. (laughs) So and and building that and seeing that grow. um, yeah, so we do. We got some things going on. We yes, got some yes. great ways to, to wrap up 2021 and, and get into 2022. Oh, one more thing. I know, right? Yes. I have someone <laughs> But I have a journaling, I, I would call it a community intention, 31 days of journaling happening on Instagram. And I'm posting a journaling prompt every day for all of December. Um and I I just it's this is special, you know. Yeah. Um it is because it's just about making a bit of space for you. Just to mm-hmm. check in with yourself. And however you need to do it, it's like if you can write it out, cool. Or if you just have to jot it in your notes or even mm-hmm. if you just have to comment on it. Like whatever you need to do to just take a moment, take a few deep breaths, check in with yourself. And I'm doing it for 31 days because I've just noticed within myself, it takes a bit of time to really make that space real for you. To yeah. step back a bit from the, the work day, to step back from your responsibilities. And all. It, it, it takes a bit, that does take a bit of consistency to show up for you Yes. and what you need. So that's why I did it for the 31 days. And my hopes is that, when January comes around, it could be a part of your practice to just make some time for yourself. Um, Beautiful.
0: So that's and what y'all, have. her prompts are so good. Every Friday, she sends them out in her newsletter, and they're, they're so good. I highly recommend. Um, yeah, and you can find her at Parks Holistic Health on yes. Instagram. Can they- yeah. Sign up for all of those things on your- Yes, everything
1: is on, all the links are in there. And then you can also uh, send me an email um, at partsholistichealth at gmail.com.
0: Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You can find me at JD Ingalls on Instagram. Um, I finally got a Slow Flow yin practice posted yesterday on my YouTube channel. There's another one coming up. So check those out. They're completely free, full practice. So if you're still practicing at home, And please check them out. And if you have any um, questions for me or requests on a particular thing that you'd like to embrace in your practice, email me jdingles at gmail.com. I would love to create a practice for you. I love sharing these practices and these movement practices with this community. So sending so much love to you all. May you feel resourced. May you feel supported. May you feel connected in community. And we will see you again in a couple of weeks.